You all are listening to Lame, the Lexington Adjust Your Clocks Marxist Experience. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jenry. It's the Halloween episode. <laughs> and it's November 7th, 2021. Maybe it's not the Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice try there. It's been a while, guys. What can I say? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. You can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com for any of your comments, questions, concerns, requests, threats, and sticker requests. Sticker orders, even though they're free. We'll send them to you. You just got to email us. Yeah, I I got to say, folks, it was so, if you didn't get it from the intro, daylight savings happened, and mm. um, if you're like me and it, it, you only very recently, perhaps in the day, realized this, <laughs> um, uh, consider yourself notified. Uh, did they turn the clocks back? It's a uh, fallback. So it turns back. Do they do it at mid? When do they do it? 2 a.m. Huh. So at 2 a.m., it becomes... one 2 a.m., it becomes 2 a.m. So there's two 1 o'clock. Wait. Yeah, there, it ha- one of the, whatever hour it happens, it's twice. So at like 1.59... And it goes back to 1. To 1 a.m. How is this... I think I might write my state representative. I think it's... Reggie a, Thomas. I think, I, think a, I think it's bipartisan. Kelly um, Flood, who's retiring, but still Kelly Mitch Flood. Mitch McConnell. Rand I'm Paul. going up the tree. Just start naming names. Just <laughs> <laughs> got Andy Barr, Andy Bashir, uh, Jesse Reverend Jesse Jackson. God, is he a Reverend? That's feeling be God. Fun. No, Jesse Jackson. Oh, I don't. Pope Francis. A little too religious. The uh, Ronald Reagan. The the, the Antichrist. Oh, that was yeah. This episode fucking blows. Anyway, um. um I well, have a what? Well, you got we got you got commercials here. I guess that was what I just said. Hannah, yeah, we just did. The, come on, Hannah, Hannah, put Hannah, the shit the fuck up. Wait, some... shut the fuck up. All right. Okay, no, hold this. Okay, wait a sec. The fuck? What the fuck, Aaron? <laughs> Do you want me to just? Should I just start reading? Should we just sit here and just just like 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 as boringly as possible read what we have written down? Or right, should we no, be a little? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Aaron. Right, all right, I overstepped, listened, I overstepped a little bit. Have you listened to a, a fucking episode of Lane? Not recently, actually. Oh God, what the. Fuck? Fuck, Aaron. Folks, we have a correction to make. Um, <laughs> I don't know how this escaped us. I guess we just assumed once you're in, you never leave. But mm. Hannah Agree is not currently involved with Civic Lex. And <laughs> I know this joke has been made. Just like, And I was told this because... <laughs> Because Play Call is on the board in Civic Lex that Hannah Agree was on, which is like real fucking rich. Do you know what I mean? It's real fucking. <laughs> okay, it's also like, I don't know if we ever talked about this either, actually, but since we're just in corrections, that one um, equitable commiss. Com- oh, the equal, the empowerment committee? Yeah, Blake's in that. Blake's in that? Because of, oh, wait, not empowerment. It's the, it's the sustainability thing, Oh, right? the sustainability? It's the one where it was just like a very, like, by the books, like, a new urbanism for Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those guys, they're legit, and Blake Hall's in it. Um, so, <laughs> speaking of someone who isn't legit, let's, I have a web, I have a new, different organization to read for you today. Lexington for Everyone www.lexingtonforeveryone.com and uh, this one's fucking rough right so you go to it and it's like a normal web page i will say it's a better web page than civic lex um because it doesn't um i can just scroll in it in it in uh, and it looks normal it's got some bullshit in it don't get us wrong um but whatever so lexington for everyone at the top of their page says together we can build a lexington for everyone right and then it's got one of those fucked up videos where that where those guys and like that. Oh my flat, god! It's animated, like, so weird. Yeah, and, and, that, and that, it's like that flat, like super flat it's style like that like crash Facebooks. Course. Yeah, sure, Crash Course. Yeah, whatever. The Facebook people, <laughs> Google you, whatever. It looks. It's. I mean, it's mm-hmm. okay. You may have seen the news, right? And who knows? Maybe you have. You listen to this podcast, right? So you may have seen the news. We've heard the says. news. All right. It says. Only five homes were built and sold in 2020 for under $200,000 in the dollars in the entire county. Five. And that's in bold. Right. Okay. So, um, I, I guess I, I, I have no evidence to the contrary of this. 
I see this, and I'm like, this is bad. We should, people should be able to afford things. And should maybe, be at least six. I know. You would want, the, the number should go up, right? We can agree numbers should go up, right? People should be owning homes in, that they can afford, right? Whatever. Local companies being forced to locate in another county because there is, and this is in bold, there is almost no suitable land to expand jobs. Curious. So this is the, um, those of you keen-eyed, keen-eared listeners may have uh, sussed that out, sussed that out already, what this whole thing is about. But uh, for those of you that know, hold your, hold your, hold your comment, you know, just keep it, hold that thought in your head. I've got my comment on my head. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Well, you can speak, you're on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, for the, those of you listening, keep, keep the thought in your head. Don't tell the person next to you. Just, just watch and grin, um, because uh, I think we're all about, we're going to get it. Can I, can I put in my guess? No, if you're actually, fine. No, what's your guess? Here? I think it's going to be about the urban service. Fuck, project. shut the fuck up, Aaron. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I can't. Get off that website. I don't know. I don't, I haven't read it. I'm on the same spot as you. I'm following along. <laughs> the city could be facing a budget deficit as much as 17 million by 2024. As projections show, revenues are not keeping pace with expenses and may need to increase taxes. Okay, I think the city should increase taxes pretty, pretty easy. All right, but I'm curious. All right, okay, I'm just nodding. Proposed plans could triple the density in established neighborhoods. And this is, that's good, right? They're saying it like it's not. Look, there's a bunch of folks. There's a list of things which they are trying to make you believe is bad, right? But one of those things is that proposed plans could triple the density in established neighborhoods, right? That's good. Also, what is an unestablished neighborhood? I would like to posit that. Un unincorporated into Lexington, just some settlement. Just, 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 just squatting on some farm, <laughs> yeah, man. And then this is the and then this is the most interesting one, right? This is the real twist of the knife, right? Um, at least if you know what, if you already know in your head what it's about, which um, I don't know. Uh, if you pretend that Aaron didn't say anything, just sort of keep it, keep the thumb in your head. <laughs> um, countless longtime East End residents are being displaced by, in bold, gentrification. They're right. calling it gentrification. But more importantly, you may have felt the impact on you and or your family and have wondered about the causes and what it can be done. And then there's this beautiful photo of farmland, right? Okay. Most people probably don't realize that in Lexington, 70% of the land is designated rural. That means that only 30% of land is eligible for most housing and job creation opportunities. The last part of the sentence is crucial. That's what I'm saying, man. Um, I hope everyone's a uh, home, uh, home uh, lib detector is just uh, <laughs> is just going uh, going into the reds. The microservits you're getting from listening to this um, are uh, are becoming quite dangerous. Um, you're about to get your. I'm, I'm getting my yearly dose of bullshit and one. Uh, for too long, Lexington has been told that we must choose between protecting iconic horse farms and creating jobs and building homes at a variety of prices. Clearly, we can do both. This is the problem. What the hell? This is the problem, right? It's actually the reason we don't want to expand the urban service boundary is not because we want to preserve the farmland. Although, yes, it would be nice, right? I don't... I'm giving away the ghost too. We don't want to... I'm giving it up now. Fuck. Let's just... Let's read this final finalist. Let's reject the false choice. False choice. Together. We can create housing opportunities in all price ranges for all citizens in all phases of life. Maintain a diverse and vibrant economy. Ensure the creation of a balanced, common sense, practical local policies and regulations that do not pit one segment of our community against the other. Keep Lexington competitive for jobs and talent across all economic sectors. Advance all of Lexington's unique characteristics and cultural diversity. Let's, Let's build, build a Lexington, Lexington for everyone. everyone. <sighs> Fuck. So these guys are fucked up. If you can't tell, this is this is this is like. <laughs> I mean, what what, what is, is their logo too? It's like a little pizza in a house. Lex. I mean, what? A, this is a fucked up, fucked up thing. It's all about. It's like okay, guys. <clears throat> I don't know why. I don't know which one of you pea-brained heads out people out there who don't own a develop real estate development company or benefit from this, right? How could you possibly be in favor of this? There is no, like it is like Lexington. 
We are leading, we led the way in the 70s when we fucking did a green belt around the city, right? We were very smart in doing that. And the fact that that work is just been sitting unappreciated and being like, no, we actually need to build out or whatever is dumb, right? Okay, and let me say this. Let me say this. You may say, you may say, let me get this point well, local companies are being forced to locate in another country because there's almost no suitable land to expand jobs because of the parking or whatever. Listen, buddy, we're working on getting rid of the parking minimums. We're working on this. Don't worry about it. It's a let's just say this. There's a lot of plates spinning at once. They all kind of go got to go at the same time or whatever. But uh, look, it is never. It is never. Look, I mean, like I was watching a very interesting video the other day, um, and I tend to agree with it. Where it's like there are cities in the Sun Belt have been built in such a fucked up way that there is almost no no sustainable way to run that city like ever like like from like an environmental standpoint but also probably from a financial standpoint as well given enough time and a long enough curve you know like like there was a serious argument that we were going to have to just abandon houston and just start over with the town that is more, like with like a more midwestern like denser town and i find that very interesting right and um i have a pretty vested interest in um keeping lexington in the cool zone um and i think we will be great i'm anticipating the climate refugees they can come to lexington it'll be cool we'll have buses for them and shit by the time it happens and Hard rapid transit up and down nicholas full road yeah, if that ever happens. Um, it'd be interesting. I mean, when it happens, obviously expect the lame review on it, blah, blah, blah. I just want to get that out of the way first. I've just been thinking about it. It's been weighing down on my mind. Um, and I also, uh, for those of you playing along at home, it was the last thing, bullet point I had written on my agenda. And I was like, Aaron will never suspect this. We got him. Um, got me. I did. Anyway, um, I don't know why the, how the fuck we didn't report on this last week, guys. Um, but uh, the... Heaven Hill Distillery uh, workers won their strike, baby. Um, Yay. This is good. Aaron, do you want to read the Matt Arbery statement on taking um, a drink of water over here? <clears throat> this new Heaven Hill contract is a strong reminder of what is possible when Kentucky workers stand together to protect the good jobs that keep our economy growing and our communities and families strong. With the strong support of the Bardstown community, including many with the local, including many local business and community leaders, these hardworking men and women at Heaven Hills courageously stood up to fight for what all Kentucky families want: good jobs, affordable health care, and to be treated right by the company they made a success. Together, these hardworking Kentuckians preserved the affordable health care, overtime pay, and fair scheduling that enables them to balance work with, their, with supporting their families. Great stuff, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, that was Matt Aubrey, president of US, UFCW 32D, who incidentally, incidentally, Happy to be on the show. Incidentally, works at Four Roses, not at Heaven Hill. Um, yeah, well, those guys have been getting a lot of press. Maybe, Hopefully this is the last statement Matt Aubrey will have to make. I mean, this guy's been making – he's been doing Statement City over here. Um, I don't know. Must be must be pretty fucking good to be getting a, getting a good victory like that. And what, is, what do they get, right? So this is what, uh, this is, I'm also pulling this from the UFCW website, so, you know, um, the way they phrased it, the way they, way they phrased it, I was not, I did not independently um, ascertain this by reading the contract or whatever, because uh, healthcare affordability protected by maintaining industry-leading health benefits and increasing employer contribution by 4.25%. I have no idea if that's good or not. I'm assuming it's good because they touted it on their thing, but you never, I don't know. This is this I know is good. Pay increase of up to three dollars and nine cents per hour over the life of the contract. Overtime pay protected by maintaining previous numbers and minimum hours required. Fair scheduling maintained with a traditional forty-hour work week on Mondays through Fridays to ensure employees are not forced to work on weekends. And I think that's the big one. Like, it's oh guys, it's so. It's so good to be on the left sometimes, man. Like, you're like, if workers do not like, if uh, workers uniting to make a change in their own workplace, and then they do it, like, oh, wow, it works. It's real. What the thing that they talked, the thing that Marx talked, the thing on the paper, the birdhouse builders, they made it. Um, they wow. Made, they, they did that, that but real. Um, <laughs> Marx was like, hey, do this. And then they did that. And then Whoa. And in fact, it's crazy. They didn't even need them, man. They just did it. I mean, like, that's, whew, wow. I mean, great. Wow. Wow. Guys, I mean, 
This is amazing. Anyway, vacation benefits and paid holidays increase help the workers spend more time with family and retirement savings strengthened by increasing 401k match by the company from 7% to 8%. I'm not crazy, but look, look, if I was building the world's perfect contract, would I have a 401k? No. You, I, the, the, the company needs to just be paying me out of their pocket. I do not. As someone, let me say this, guys. A lot of you... A lot of you guys out there who may be critical of the capitalist order, but still have like, are still actively holding like, you know, stocks or whatever. I don't, I consider the life guys, right? Because it's like, it's just, but I can't like, cause I, I'm look, I'm like, look, you live in the system. You gotta get blah, 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 blah. All right. I can't, I don't believe I truly, this is not financial advice. I cannot <laughs> believe the, 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 the stock market is, is more fake than cryptocurrency. Like, I have. It seems like that. I have more faith buying fucking Bitcoin, um, which was developed by some guy who is probably dead already. I think they, uh, some guy who no one like just some just, man, just some fucking guy like 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 where where the price of this currency fluctuates. Why I have way more faith in the success of that than I do the fucking United States stock market, right? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? If you're if yeah, my fellow Marxists, right? I'm talking to you now. The stock market isn't the stock. We're destroying that in a real way. I mean, it is going away. It Listen, is not read read Vladimir Ilyich Lenin's imperialism. Don't shut the up. <laughs> chapter of finance capital. You learn all about everything you need to know about the stock market. Yeah, man. I mean, what a what a great guy, Lenin. Um, I mean, it's oh, we're going to be doing a. One of these days, we'll do something on on imperialism. We were just talking about it before recording. We got to do. We got to be some close readings. Do you hear that? Is that a helicopter overhead? Yes. Cool. Anyway, um, look. This is for. It's coming down, and to everyone that has a four hundred one k, I'm like, Eesh, man, are you, are you sure you think this one's gonna last? Whatever. Um, Speaking of, um, are you sure, are you think this one's going to last? We're going to get to um, uh, the modern United States government, right? So we've talked a lot <laughs> about, in almost every episode, um, uh, like, that the, the, a, a neoliberal government is incapable of addressing any of the material needs, basically, of its population, right? Or, or managing anything, right? Which has led to... Maybe the greatest headline ever in the Herald Leader. It's titled, Please, please, please. How Bashir got the Biden administration to lift bourbon tariffs. Right? It comes to you, it comes with, and the Herald Leader via Alex Rorty and David Cantonese, right? Um, These are some new guys. I know. I didn't. I'm curious if, it, I'm curious if we bought this. I don't, every once in a while, you see a writer on the Herald Leader and they're like, they're like a one off, and I'm like, I'm curious. I want. I'm curious if it if it's like freelance or something. I'm not entirely. It's curious. I'm. Uh, watch out for the lame freelance articles and the Herald Leader coming up pretty soon. I've considered writing letters to the editor. I think that could be interesting. Um, I'm just curious if they would print um, full communism now. Anyway, all power to the Soviets. Yeah, literally. Um, maybe we should do. We should do an episode on that. Honestly, oh yeah, just a just a history. I I mean, as a, as a, as the true one true Marxist Leninist podcast of likes in it, we should probably do a whole series on the Bolshevik party. Um, That'd be fun. I think that could be really fun. Uh, maybe it could be some bonus shit or whatever. Anyway, let me just start reading this article. U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Rem- Oh, should I? Guys, this is I should have fucking this up before I started. This Raimondo. So Raimondo. Yeah, Gina Raimondo. However, just Midwest, just say it really fast. Gina R. Gina Raimondo found herself regularly talking on the phone to an old friend as an all-important December deadline approached. It was Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir. I hate how they write stories like this. It's embarrassing, man. Please just tell me what happened. Just what is what? It, what was it? The, if, if uh, the Iowa s- workshop. The Iowa Writers Workshop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I want flourishes in my news article, I'll listen to Lame. Um, <laughs> please, please don't print it. It's a uh, uh, listen. Listening to Lame is free. Buying a newspaper is two dollars or whatever, um, and that's just one one day's paper. That's one copy. Yeah, that's not a month. It's not two dollars a month. It's two dollars for that one copy. Holy shit, are you insane? That's why I get all my Herald Leader news via RSS. <laughs> anyway, 
The governor was imploring the Commerce Secretary to strike a deal with the European Union on bourbon tariffs, which were set to double on December 1st from 25% to 50%. I had a lot of contact with the governor, Romando told the Herald Leader in an interview, mostly him calling me regularly saying, you know, please, 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 you have to resolve these tariffs because a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. That looks really good. I mean, I don't know. I'm interested in how he's going to phrase this for a re-election. Please, look, please, please. Please. No, he did it. Look, he did it right. Because mm -hmm. there's no, what else are you supposed to do? Right. right? You just get on your knees and beg. The, yeah, literally the only, there is no way for the state as it currently exists to protect any material. They do not, okay, like, imagine if bourbon was a little more like critical to the functioning of human life right <laughs> like uh cars ran on bourbon yeah 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 like like imagine if like if like you know like the power plant was getting shut down because a majority of their money is made selling power overseas or something mm -hmm. at something and some tariff is going to shut the whole company down, blah, blah blah i mean it's like everything it's deindustrialization it's bad right the f it happens because you have no power the fact that you can't the fact that you have to rely on like free market like terror like like bullshit like and all this stuff or whatever the fact that you can't just subsidize your own market like oh no we're going to lose 20,000 jobs if the if if tariffs double right because these companies will decide to no longer hire employees right Wait, hold on this has literally happened with Kentucky American and the Germans I know man I know it's I <laughs> Aaron, thank you thank you for keeping up um <laughs> I mean, or with our streetcar company, you know, I mean, yeah, you're, blah, blah, blah. you're watching Aaron connect the dots in real time. Yeah, just, just hearing the machinery of your head just churning in the background while I talk. Um, that's actually what's generating the radio interference. Mm -hmm. um, the no, it's like. I the idea that you as a state are like powerless, like powerless to do anything about like stuff like this the fact that like your entire economy in one sector would just be destroyed by like europe raising its tariffs or whatever i'm like maybe it's time to rethink who owns the companies who calls the shots how you fund these companies and what is the utility of pretty i mean like there is you know, like maybe maybe uh, bashir should read state and rev hmm? <laughs> we'll get him in our little book club dude yeah, 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 man. Come to the Lane Book Club. We're reading Imperialism. You know, it's just me, my friend, oh my guys from PSL or whatever. Oh, and, and Governor Andy Bashir. Um, I'm, I've That's pulled, a good turnout. I've pulled many favors. Um, whatever. The, like, I don't mean. Watch, watch him be like a Menshevik. Yeah, that's I mean that's the fucking thing, man. Right? Watch the, all these guys learn theory, and they're like, we should actually try this like other thing that like you know that like 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 was an active hindrance to like like the real revolution against the whites. Blah 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 blah. You know, whatever. Um, so let's see. Bashir, who got to know Ramoda while she was governor of Rhode Island, pause. Why would you? Why would the? Why would you know? The governor of... Is there something about Bashir's life I don't... Did he live in Rhode Island or something? Um, Whatever. Interesting. It um, said he first called her to discuss the tariffs in January, but she didn't pick up because she was attending her confirmation hearing. Why would you include that information? Psycho shit. The two have spoken about ten times since, Bashir said, including during a face-to-face -face meeting in Washington last week. By then, Ramoda was familiar with the governor's pitch. I started to raise it. And she said, I got it. I'm about to get on a phone call for it. This is on top of our agenda. Bashir recounted Ramoto telling her, the U.S. and the EU announced an agreement less than a week later. I appreciate the level of communication, Bashir said. For as big of an issue as this was to Kentucky, to have the Commerce Secretary reaching out to you personally builds not only confidence in me, it built confidence in the industry, right? Cool. You know, okay, great. The, like, whatever. Um, what is funny... Representative Andy Barr, a co-chair of the Congressional Bourbon Caucus, led multiple letters to both the Biden and Trump administrations pushing for their full removal. The agreement was reached between the United States... Um, Charles Booker. Charles Booker talked about it, whatever. Um, uh, Mitch McConnell, after this article was published, sent, it, um, sent a letter 
saying uh, tariffs have put Kentucky distillers at a, a disadvantage aboard, so I, I joined the Kentucky bourbon industry and uh, uh, welcomed the recent agreement with the uh, largest export market for the American whiskey and uh, encouraging the Biden administration to as a similar agreement with the UK, is what he said. Not a good McConnell. McConnell was once the... No, nah, it was not a good McConnell. Um, <laughs> I was just doing a voice. That is not... Mr. McConnell, he talks a lot. He talks a lot. Uh, he, he's diff- very difficult to hear. He does not make good radio. Terrorists, um, but Whatever, like, it's, it's dumb, um, it's, it's, it, it, Mitch McConnell was the most powerful man, um, you know, on a, on fucking, what do you, not campus, that's stupid, um, Congress? Congress, yeah, in the United States, <laughs> whatever, um, and what did he do, nothing, I mean, like, and this, yeah, Kentucky Distillers Association, that the terrorist slash experts of Kentucky bourbon, an eight point six billion industry providing twenty thousand jobs in the state in the state by fifty percent since they are opposed in twenty eighteen, right? So, what I don't understand, no, I do understand, I do, but a more uh, the rhetorical version of me doesn't understand why the workers would have to be fired if the cost of whiskey in Europe or not whiskey bourbon in Europe went up. Do you know what I mean? This is what. Why does the you don't actually have to fire these people? You know, you're not your hands aren't being tied. No one's telling you you have to fire these workers. You know, and let me say this: maybe this wouldn't have been happening. Fuck the tariffs. Forget the tariffs. Let's say the tariffs are fifty percent. Whatever, right? Maybe this wouldn't have happened if these distilling companies were owned by the employees. Maybe they wouldn't make the decision to um, fire. In fact, maybe there are. Um, other ways in which uh, bourbon, uh, a highly valuable commodity, always has been. It is a it is a thing which the dollar value on it only goes. Imagine if you made whatever the opposite of a car is, perfectly shelf stable, right? <laughs> only goes up in value. I mean, it's like what a when they make new ones, they they don't become less valuable. And yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like. It's not, I mean, hey, hey, all you guys that are into fucking NFTs or whatever, I'm going to say something that's going to fucking change your life. You should start investing in just bourbon. I, don't even go for anything else. Just buy shit on the shelves now. Don't even, you don't even have to drink it. You, oh, God, d- don't fucking drink it if you want to make money. No, fuck no. Hold it. Hold on to it. Keep it in a light tight box. Um, I'm, no, I'm like, that's the same. I mean, even the shit, there is bourbon you can buy like at the liquor store. That will go up in value. It's no longer just fancy releases and shit. I mean, I cannot name you a a product that is just 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 creates value. I mean, it's almost as dumb as a horse being worth two million dollars. I mean, like in and Kentucky's got both. We got. I mean, we just like why why isn't Andy Bashir making big Bitcoin investments at this rate, huh? Uh, whatever. Why don't, why don't we just put the state's rainy day fund in Cardano? Yeah, I. T- <laughs> well, you see, the University of Kentucky, uh, not the this, the Commonwealth of Kentucky, actually, um, we're not a uh, burning fossil fuels into this. We're actually staking um our <laughs> our coins, and um, it is it is a proof of stake is a uh, far more environmentally uh responsible than um uh blah, blah, blah. it's like I don't know. Look, guys, not to make this little the episode of the crypto corner or whatever. If you're fucking going after Bitcoin cost, like like doing like having an environmental cost, which like, I get it, it does. I'm like, there's so much bigger fish to fry. Do I, do I, am I wrong in saying this, Aaron? Should I retract this before I get canceled on Twitter? It seems dumb that we're way focused on the gorilla in NFT costing too much electricity. I mean, I don't know. There are bigger fish to fry. Thanks. All right. Well, that's that's. I mean, what what else is there to say? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of what else there is to say, actually, a lot. Um, how funny! How funny that we put in an episode called "A Defensive Overhead Wiring," right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever it's called. Letter to the editor: Ditch the wires. Lexington will always be my spiritual hometown. I went to Transylvania University and taught school there for fifteen years. I return every year to visit. I. I return every year to visit gifted colleagues and wonderful friends. Annually, I revel in the uniqueness and the beauty of the city in the surrounding farms. I love the city, and you don't live here. He doesn't live here. 
It likes it though. I just want to point. I mean, it's not. It's whatever. Like, I get it. Like, I technically don't live in the city of Lexington either. But yeah, like, you don't live here. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Um, it's just just very funny to me that he's like that. He's like at this point just a tourist. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, not to not to shit on the guy or whatever. I just it's just very funny. He's like he man man does not have any whatever. However, during each visit, I'm repeatedly disappointed that this modern, progressive city remains marred by the visual pollution of utility poles draped with webs of wires. Don't get fam- when you write your letter to the editor. Keep it, keep it simple. Keep it. Uh, do it like Hemingway would. Don't add all this shit. A web of wires. They need to teach with- these uh, letter to the editor guys some good copy. I know, man. Honestly, if you want to write, if you if you just some guy wants to write a letter to the editor, maybe take it. Maybe take. Maybe just spend thousands of dollars learning how to copyright, huh? Do it like one of the fucking pros. Anyway, the re- the most the recent front page of a restaurant at the corner of Short and Mill Streets puts this embarrassment on full display. When I mentioned it to a person in the visitor center, the, she the had, holder of all authority, the visitor shut center. The fuck, God, how embarrassing going to the visitor center. She said she had never grown or noticed or thought about it, and that's the very problem. Lexington has grown used to it, and that's very sad, right? Uh, utility poles slash wires are incongruent with the city as beautiful, historic, and modern as Lexington. They are ugly and one of the worst forms of visual pollution. Shut the fuck up. From the lame pod, from the lame pod editor's desk to to you. Shut the fuck up. Do you want to go? Out, hey, buddy. Do you want to fucking bury all those wires? Do you want to fucking shut down limestone again and just put all these businesses out and bury some fucking wires? Hey, do you want to fucking go? And fix those fucking wires and they're broke. Leave them in the fucking air. Just fucking look. You make a lot of, it's, you make a lot of fucking like compromises when you live in a city, right? Mm-hmm. I, I imagine how many guys are just love New York. I've been a lifelong New Yorker. I just fucking love being here. How many do you think any of them are like? Oh, I think the subway's a little too loud. Like no, <laughs> but shut the fuck up. I mean, this, just this audio pollution. In my, this, in my morning this, commute. This audio, this audio pollution. It's 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 ruining the landscape. It's it's a beautiful city that sounds quiet. Like shut the fuck up, man. You like I, I don't bury your wires. PSA: Do not bury your wires. Right? It is it is. Uh, I look up and I look at the wires and I was like, wow, look at these wires running places. Look how they are out of my way and out of everyone fucking else's way. You don't have to call eight one one to do shit around those wires. They're up there and they're fine. Right? Sometimes I leave them hanging though, like a little. Well, that's little hey, stream, hey, little uh, windstream wires. Yeah, yeah, hanging yeah. Out. Well, hey, look, nothing. No one's. Are they in your way? Can you touch them, Aaron? Yeah. Oh, what the? F- oh, wait. <laughs> oh, weird, weird. I wouldn't. Sh- huh. Well, they're fiber, so. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. they're meant to be touched. Exactly. Um, I wear, I'm wearing fibers right now. Not that kind of fiber. It's all fiber. <laughs> Go ahead, no, go ahead, Aaron. I'll fucking dare you. What's glass. the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? It's glass. Oh? You're wearing cotton. Oh. Oh, and those are like different materials? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> um, more ARPA news. Thank you, Beth Musgrave. You all may remember the last time we, t- we talked about the ARPA funding for the uh, where we paid 5K one-time payments to uh, police. Well, the, sheriff de- the sheriff's deputies um, wanted, wanted a piece of the pie. And if you cry... And you're in a some sort of position of law enforcement, even though I could not name you anything more removed from law enforcement than a deputy, um, a man who serves papers. No, that's a constable. Whatever, deputy's still fucking useless. If you're, whatever. So they're getting they 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 just cried enough, and the city's like, okay, we'll just dump three hundred seventy five thousand dollars on you. We'll just do that. Okay, have it, man. Right. Um, let's see. In addition, the Lex- and this is uh, comes to us by Beth Musgrave. So thank you, Beth. Um, it's been a while since I've read one of your articles. Um, you still you got it. I was reading this article and I was like, man, she couldn't have done it better than me. I mean, obviously I can't do it better than her. I'm reading it right now, but um, in terms of actually summating and just giving me the information or whatever, good. This is good copy, Beth. I know you've been working for like two decades. <laughs> it's good copy. If, if you were doing it better than her, you'd be reading your own. Exactly. Report. I'd be working at the fucking Herald Leader without an office or anything from my home because. We fucking sold the whatever. In addition, the Lexington Fayette Urban County Council tentatively agreed to set aside millions of dollars from COVID relief money for nonprofit capital investment projects, minority businesses, and youth mentoring programs. Right. Um, 
the council is scheduled on December 2nd to vet more projects that may be eligible for ARPA funding. The city will receive up to $121 million over the next two years, right? The city has set aside COVID relief money for the following initiatives and projects, right? More than $15 million for a one-time supplemental pay to city employees. Good. $10 million for affordable, $10 million for affordable housing. Good, comma, please define affordable, which is what I will always say to that, right? $1 million for Visit Lex to develop new tourism initiatives to help the battered tourism industry. No. No. Do not give Visit Lex a cent more. I would rather you give all of that money to the fucking cops instead of Visit <laughs> fucking... I'm kidding. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I would... I, what a useless... Tourism will never save you. And I don't know. Look, the people of Cuba have done amazing things, right? But tourism... I, I, I don't... I don't agree with it as a good politic. What can I? I just, well, they got the little bourbon sniffing rooms in the visitor center. So you can fucking sniff the bourbon. stupid, man. I mean, what the? What a fucking waste of time. What, you get oh, those stickers. May the horse be with you. Oh, oh fuck. Flags. Whatever. This is so stupid. That's not even a real flag. Whatever. Thirty thousand dollars for broadband expansion project in North Fayette County. Thirty thousand dollars. They spared no expense. <laughs> so, one million to develop new tourism initiatives, thirty thousand dollars. So they could have like. Um... Can you imagine then what the fuck one million dollars would do for internet infrastructure they, in the city? They could have. Um, you could quadrupled just... that budget um, and taken that from the visit Lex, and the visit Lex would still have like one point eight million dollars. What or point eight million dollars? Yeah, like it's so fucking stupid, man. I mean, whatever. It also used from fe some federal COVID relief money to fund some park projects and social service programs in the year's budget. She doesn't go into detail on this, right? Um, they also tentatively agreed to give $991,000, so almost a million, 0.9 million, to Commerce Lexington's Minority Business Incubator. Um, may sound a little controversial, but boo. Stop giving money to fucking Commerce Lex. Stop giving money to incubators. Stop incubating fucking private business is the thing i don't i do i literally actually don't give a shit if a minority owns the business or not it is a business and it if it, it, it is a uh, the only kind of incubator i want to see is for a call i do not want to fucking see <clears throat> which uh by the way not on this list what the co-op oh yeah i know i th you thought i really thought they'd take our idea more seriously Aaron. i'm not gonna lie i um, wrote a whole proposal and everything yeah well um the program will be able to ex the program will be able to expand to include more businesses. It also give agreed to give twenty four thousand to one Lexington, a city run violence prevention program, to expand a pilot mentoring program for um, from one hundred to one hundred twenty five at risk youth youths for ten weeks. So we'll see how much a mentoring program works as opposed to meeting the material needs of the people. Um, who knows? Maybe Lennon was wrong on this one. Um, much of the debate Thursday focused on allocating money to nonprofits for one-time capital projects, right? So what the fuck, right? What are you? What's up? We're closing the window. They're they're performing outside. Wait, what? Really? Yes. I'm not hearing anything. What? I can hear it. What are they playing? They're playing uh, the um, still haven't found what I'm looking for. Okay, curious. Well, I'm gonna keep reading. Um, one-time capital projects, right? Now this is a good thing. One-time capital projects for nonprofits, on the other hand, what are the non? Just do a state enterprise, would you, man? The council asked the public for possible projects for federal COVID money and received more than 550 proposals. One of them was ours. Many of them were from nonprofits for either capital projects or programming. Right? Um, Mayor Linda Gorton proposed uh, six million for for nonprofit capital projects. A council sub committee up that to nine million for both capital projects and programming um the chief administrative officer which you might remember from that one episode cow. the cow um sally hamilton uh said the administration did not want to include programming because those were ongoing costs capital projects such as replacements of roofs or air systems were one-time costs and were less burdensome for the city to track and comply with extensive arpa plan reporting requirements so yeah there's, there's, a bunch, there's our reason. There's That's a bunch of red tape. It would be too much work. And I'm, look, all for it. If it's it, it's too much, I don't want to fucking bother with it. Uh, whatever. Uh, I, can't I can't imagine what programming they would even want to do that would be useful. So who knows? Um, 
Still, some on the council said the city received multiple proposals for programming, including expanding some for youths. Ultimately, the council opted to allow only allow capital projects. So think of the youth, but not that hard. Hamilton said the council will give final approval for the $9 million. The administration will return with the council on how that application process would work. Bledstowe suggested the council consider setting aside an additional $5 million at its next meeting to discuss COVID spending um, for the city's homeless providers for capital projects, right? Little, little sirens are going off in my head, right? The Hope Center in the Salvation Army can take up all that money, Blesdo said, of the $9 million. The Hope Center and the Salvation Army are the two city's two largest homeless shelters. All right. So. Just Google. Google Salvation Army murdering gays, believing in gays, or go to hell permanently, any of this shit. The... Salvation Army once threatened, I believe in New York, to pull out its entire operation in New York City if they were mandated by a court to um, allow something with same-sex couples. So, like, real real guys I do not give a shit about and would be fine with them gone, right? So, keep this in mind. But this is, there's something good. The council is also considering a proposal for $5 million for traditional housing, right? So um, someone on the council or someone's legislative aid, right, is getting it. I don't know who. It doesn't say who. And I didn't watch the meeting. I didn't see it myself personally. But someone maybe is getting it that maybe instead of running homeless shelters like prisons, um, you should probably just put people in houses, right? So they said... Council is considering $5 million for additional housing. Beth Musgrave did some editorializing. The city has already set aside $10 million for affordable housing initiatives. Once again, I would ask you to define affordable. Because um, I think uh, what most, what some people find affordable is uh, not true, right? Is that a citations needed episode? I, it's got to be, right? Yeah. Uh, if not, I'll, I'll, I'll send them an email and be like, mm-hmm. please make this an episode for my podcast. Just like, look... <laughs> If the median income in Fayette County, if we recall from last episode, is like 50, like, sorry, whoa, $75,000, which is like, whoa, fucking crazy, man. I make 15 a year. Um, like, $15 a year. Yes, Aaron. Yeah. 15, yeah. No, no, it's one. What are they basing affordable housing off of, right? If that, you know, like, 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 I'm very curious to see. I'm very curious to see what they think. Uh, what they think counts as affordable under, um, you know, given the statistics of uh, Lexington. Um, something tells me that maybe affordable housing across the country, maybe not a, uh, maybe not so, um, actually affordable. Whatever. The vote on the nine million for nonprofits and the money for mentoring in minority business programs is tentative. The council will take a final vote at a later date. And uh, with that been a long one folks i yield my time you all are listening to lame the lexington adjust your clocks marxist experience uh, welcome to the middle how are we on time just keep going we're at, we're like 43 minutes in all right cool yeah <laughs> um you can follow us on twitter at lame pod you can email us at lexingpod at gmail.com and you can give us a review on iTunes. Share, share this with your friends. Share this podcast with everyone in your life. Hey, we haven't plugged the iTunes in a really long time, Aaron. Good on you for thinking of that. Yeah. Uh, give, give us a us, little five star. If you've been listening to us and we haven't, uh, a five star <clears throat> review on uh, on iTunes could be and big. And you're thinking like, oh, okay, these, these schmucks out they here. They don't fucking need it. Begging, they don't know what they need. Begging, begging for the five star on iTunes. No. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's what here's why here's what the five star does. All right, oh, it's not oh. just it's not just for our egos. All oh, right, I would love to know this. What the five star do? gets us more attention. Oh, the more five stars <laughs> we get recommended to more people. No, more babe, people it's not for my recommend- ego. I just need more attention. Uh, that's <laughs> really us- good, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's gets base. us more. It gets us in front of more people, and they can more people can listen to lame. So Isn't if you that- like lame, give us five stars on iTunes. Share with your friends. Share with your parents. The more people listen, the less bad I feel. 
the the more bad I feel when I don't do an episode. So the the more people listen, the more episodes. Mm-hmm. Simple as. Precisely. Speaking of episodes, let's continue. Okay, great. On with side B. Yeah. You're listening to the Lexington Adjust Your Clocks Marxist Experience. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jenry. We're back for a side B. We haven't done, you know, this kind of a side B in a long time. I've missed it, Aaron. What can I say? We're back. Um, And, you know, we're bringing back um, something that we haven't talked about on the podcast for a long time. Oh, but it's been on my mind every fucking day on campus. Mm -hmm. These fucking robots. I see this article in the Herald Leader the other day Uh from the Associated Press. Oh, okay. Um, Talking about how these robots work it's a little it's a little piece a little view into the world of the robots i haven't the seen robots okay so you might want to go back and listen to that blake hall episode mm-hmm. because we talk i believe it's that episode that we talk about it and we're vindicated we're correct so i'm right that there's just some guy in there ding 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 no fuck i guess your ai shit doesn't work actually it's... well it's you're both right you and blake hall were both correct oh, okay great so there's ai components and also touche blake there's some sort of way. There's some way. Oh, so finding. they do. They do waypoints. Yeah. But then there's like a human that. Like... Yeah. Um. So this is from the Associated Press. <clears throat> Robust robot designs vary, but some have four wheels. Some have six, for example. But generally, they use cameras, sensors, GPS, and sometimes laser scanners to uh, navigate autonomously. They move around five miles per hour. Remote operators keep tabs on multiple robots at a time, but they say they rarely need to hit the brakes or steer around an obstacle. When a robot arrives at its destination, customers type in a code into their phones to open the lid and retrieve their foods. The robots have drawbacks, and they limit their usefulness for now. They're electric, and so they must recharge regularly. They're slow, and they gradually stay within a small pre-mapped radius. Great, so there's just some guy in there. Um, There's just some guy in there. Imagine, well, this is a new an interesting way to abuse service workers, right? (laughs) This time, the service worker could be in Brazil. And um, they just have to sit there and just walk, walk amongst these kids. Mm-hmm. So these these robots are popping up all over the campuses in, in the country, in the U.S. There's uh, 20 right now, 20 campuses <sighs> with 25 in the works. 20, be... 20 fucking too many, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, The University of Michigan has these robots, but they're from Yandex. Have you heard of Yandex? Yandex is that a uh, Chinese? Russian. Oops. Russian, right, right. It's R- the Russian search engine curious man like that's real curious that's really interesting well, and it makes sense because you know where starship starship is located no where their headquartered is estonia huh there's uh there's these starship robots all across europe as well they have some in uk and like czechoslovakia what the fuck so this is this is uh, or the czech republic chechia chechia yeah or whatever i don't know Check, check lame listeners. Report in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Fellow uh, Slavs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Slav unity for um, for uh, my co-hosts and all you freaks out there. Um, uh, meanwhile, um, I, don't, I don't have anything to... Whatever. I, I, I can't be going down this path. Exactly. The robot... If there's one group that needs to be exterminated, it's the robots. Um, and just a reminder, we still have the jihad. So if you send us, I did pictures, not. I don't know if you can recall a jihad, but I'm not recalling it. Um, I'm going. I'm continuing. Get your Toyota pickups. We're fucking running laps around these dumbass mm-hmm. robots. We're crushing them. You can rescind them out. a. You can rescind a fatwa. I don't know if you can rescind a jihad. Mm. <laughs> well, don't worry. I'm sure we'll have a an. Um, well, we uh, don't worry, everyone. Next episode, we will be having expert on the uh, on the religion of Islam, Frank Herbert. Um, you may know him from writing Dune. Um, he is obviously mm-hmm. a man that knows um, a bunch about it because he used the words right. Whatever. Dune's a good book. I'm not criticizing Dune. I'm making a funny joke. Um, and so this is another article that got published in the Herald Leader. I don't even know if it was in the paper. It was on the web. I saw. I see. Yeah, I saw this too. Um, we're getting an Amazon store in the summit. Jihad! We're doing another jihad, guys. So I think it's... what is it? Brooks Brothers? It's leaving. I don't fucking know. I some, don't fucking some keep... closing store. That whole fucking summit place. I mean, I knew it was fucking evil. Rest in peace, Fritz Farm. I knew it was fucking evil from the beginning. It's only becoming more and more evil as it goes. Well, now we've got we've got uh, fucking Whole Foods. We got the Amazon store, 
And now we got the Amazon facilities. Uh, they, you know, the fucked They're up fucking legacy trail. Amazon. I mean, it's only a matter of time until they start really fucking getting deep into this. Lexington changes its name to Amazon. Oh fuck, man! I will turn into AIM. I would do. We would do acts of terrorism. In a hypothetical world, which we would only admit to doing in a once the established legal system has been under the blah 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 blah, whatever. Violence. Violence is the only solution. You might be um, asking yourself, what is this Amazon store they're putting up? That's not Whole Foods. It's just a store. It's the Amazon four-star store. Is that that, like, fucked up thing with, like, the... It just watches you and you just pick up shit? No, that's the Amazon, like, grab-and-go. But it's not... That's what I thought it was. Wait. So it's like an... So, just to be clear, it's just a store with people in it. It's yeah. just a store that's run by Amazon. Yes. What but the f- all the products in it have four stars or more on on Amazon. What the fuck, man? This is so. Okay. They got books. They got Kindles. They got tech. They got presents for your loved ones. And you, so you can go to the Amazon store, then you get your groceries at Whole Foods, and you can go back to your job at the Amazon warehouse. Fuck, man. This is a. Uh... Oh God, man. What I please move on. I please move on, <laughs> make, Aaron. Make all your Amazon S- returns at the Amazon store or at Kohl's. What? Yeah, you didn't know about that. The what? Yeah, you can make your Amazon returns at Kohl's. You can. Hey, I didn't really. I need to uh, return this uh, fucking um, uh, headphone stand. Yeah. And I'm going to drive to the Kohl's, which I guess still exists in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that people don't really know exist, there were elections this week. Yeah, man, I almost got to vote in this, and then I um I had to go to work, uh, <laughs> and the uh, polling place. Uh, well, if you had voted, it wouldn't have made a county. difference. Really? Yeah, really. Um, so there were three elections for uh, District Twenty Two, District Fifty One, and Eighty Nine. District right. Twenty Two recently was uh, Jessamine County, Garrett County, Mercer, Washington, and parts of Fayette. Um, so the guy who won was a Republican. This is for state senate. This is Donald Donald Douglas. He's a fucked up guy. Have you heard of him? I saw his ads everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, he's a doctor. Um, one one of the things I thought was interesting, he was like um, medical medical independence for uh, all patients with the consent of their doctor. And I'm like, oh, so he's in favor of like informed consent. Like, no. you know, if you're like if no. you're like trans, and then you go no. and get the. He's. <laughs> And he is like, I need, I need insurance companies to play fast and loose with patients right. and shit. Yeah, great stuff, man. Um, an absolutely insane guy. But here's what was interesting: uh, there was a writing candidate. Uh, his name was Sid Dunn, and he runs he runs Sid Dunn Barbecue in Mercer County. Yeah, man. He had 150 votes. Yeah, man. That's that's king shit. Exactly. Um, um, the next one was for the House. This is uh, District 51. Michael Pollock. Um, he's an insurance risk advisor. That's all you need to know about him. Okay. Yeah. For parts of Taylor and Adair counties, um, his his uh, campaign website was just a Facebook page. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's uh, District 89, Timmy Truitt. He's the principal of McKee Elementary. What? Okay. My principal's running mm-hmm. for state senate. Parts of Jackson, Laurel, and Madison counties. Well, guys, congrats, um, I guess. And so they're all Republicans. But, I mean, they were not... No Democrat lost a seat. No. So, uh. um, <clears throat> Yeah, nobody nobody really... Nothing happened. Charles Booker came to Lexington this weekend. He was hanging out at the courthouses. Um, what exactly happened? He had, a, he had a rally. He was announcing the Kentucky New Deal. Uh... I mean, it's not even an office. Yeah, but he filed, Am I allowed to say that? He filed on Wednesday. That's great, but... Okay. You know who hasn't filed? Rand Paul. I. Something tells me that's not... I think Rand Paul's filed. Rand Paul has not filed yet. That's really what funny. What if he does? What, could you imagine if he didn't? Yeah, but, I mean, you would get some other psychopath. Pand Rawl joins the race. Rand Paul. What? There's no other office he would seek in 2022. That's... But anyway, Whatever. he was he was talking, he had a little rally, he was like, Kentucky New Deal, which I'm kind of like, well, that's really just your campaign platform. That's not... Well, he was talking a lot about, um, talking about, I mean, a lot about the, like, the regular left, left talking points, but then he was talking about the UBI, 
thing, and I'm like, come on, Charles. UBI, it's bad. Come I think on, that's pretty. That's Charles, pretty easy you're to say. Than this. It, it, what is what is the purpose of UBI? Does it does it return industry to us? Does it give us any sort of sense of purpose? Does it give us any sort of control over the means? Uh, you know, over the means of our sustenance, um, or does it let us buy more products at the Amazon store, or you know, does any other product us, uh, that's made across and all the rest of the industrial? Does it let us dismantle uh, Social Security? Does it let us dismantle uh, Medicare? Yeah, yeah, evil fucking shit. Um, well, what can I say? Um, I mean, look, I voted for Charles Booker last time around. I'll probably do it again. I can't imagine there being a better candidate. Unless the, unless there's a fucking candidate out there, unless the Socialist Workers Party is fucking running a thing. I mean, like, whatever. I'll probably vote for him. It's fine. Exactly. Um, there, oh, no, there was, a, the, you know, the trailbillies we're talking about, the um, Attica Scott. Because she's running for Johnny Armouth's seat in Louisville. Yeah. And they're saying Charles should run for Attica's seat, or for that seat. Attica's, everyone Attica's... is fucking saying that Charles Booker should run for Yarmouth's seat. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm I'm doing the thing with Rand Paul. I want to lose. Do you think, I don't know, do you think Attica's going to win? A lot of people don't like Attica. I, I can't, I can't imagine, I don't know, I mean, like, I really don't know, I just can't imagine a Republican winning that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it feels like, like Louisville would give a pretty. I feel like I feel like it could be pretty easy for a Democrat to win. I don't know anything about Attica Scott. Though. Yeah, I don't know. I she, just cover Lexington. She did the you know. Brianna bill. She's in. She's already in the state senate. Right. We've talked about her on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. Whatever. I mean, if uh, she's cool. I like. I like Attica. Great. Whatever. I hope both of them win. I. I think Attica probably will. I do not know if Booker will. Well, we'll see if Attica wins because there might be a new special session coming along in the General oh, Assembly. And you know what they're going to be doing? They're going to be redistricting. Oh, that's curious. A special session for redistricting. Mm-hmm. It's a little fucked up, man. I wish I'm I feel a little bit like the rug was pulled out under me on this podcast. Not going to lie. Because <laughs> uh, I don't I don't look ahead at the agenda. I don't cheat. Um, and I'm getting fucking led along like a rube on my own podcast. Oh, great. So maybe she won't win. All right. Fuck. Oh. Um, well, I don't know. Senator Damon Thayer, fucking evil man. Damon Thayer? Damon Thayer. That's great, man. Of, uh, Scott County. Scott. That's not, that's nothing. Scott County. Yeah, thank you. Um, of Georgetown. Um. Great. Who, um, yeah, truly, truly evil man. Talk about a man who does Georgetown, a very normal place. Um, full stop. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, they were talking, he was saying, uh, they are declined to elaborate on whether the boundary changes are going to affect the third congressional district now held by Yarmouth to make it easier for the Republicans to capture that seat. He said it would be surprised if that happened. Some, yeah. <laughs> I'd be I'd be surprised if uh, that happened. I love to give them the benefit of the doubt, but exactly, I... they're looking for a, for a session in December because all the legislators are in Florida right now. If there's a conference going on, that's curious. Yeah. Um, on the House and Senate Republicans, they want to hold a caucus before then. There's also Thanksgiving. Could you hold, like, one targeted, like, attack and just accidentally kill, like, like, like every state senator in every state? Like, like that does not, I don't know. Speaking hypothetically. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't even want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, like, an anarchist in the, in, like, the, you know 1916. Like, I don't believe that just killing elected officials will really do anything. But, like... You know, so like, don't want uh, my records clean. I'm just like, it seems like such a stupid idea to put like every. I'm, I'm maybe it is just. I just. It, why would you want to put everyone just in Florida in a place that can't? Or there's beach in Florida. <sighs> Shut the... Great. Out. Great. Relaxing man. in the sun. They're, they're chilling, the but sun. they're at a conference. It's for work. Well, yeah, but when they're not working, they go on the beach. That's great. I hope they're all having fun at the beach. Hang out with Governor DeSantis. I hope they're um, all being very safe on the beach. Um, every single state senator um, just on the beach. Uh, <laughs> Abiding by the rules. Just playing a normal life. No one's doing anything weird. Speaking of things that are weird, it's happened again. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Aaron, your clock. It's getting good. 
<laughs> you wasted another perfectly good hour listening to Lame. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Charlie, this one's for you. The stickers are designed by Claire Thompson from ClaireThompsonArt.com. All right, bring it in. You can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. You can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Ask for our stickers. Whatever, blah, 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 blah. This is the third time you heard it. I hate to bore you to death. And even though the Kentucky Republicans in the, in the General Assembly request a special session from Andy Bashir to outlaw the existence of podcasters, whenever they hear us say it, this is lame. <laughs>